Welcome back to Last Night Recap, the podcast that takes the Appalachian chats from EMEA and the Americas and recaps them in a serious but not way. I'm your host, Martin Kutz, and I'm joined as ever by my friends and colleagues, Mr. Johan Anderson. Hello, Johan. Hello, how are you doing? I'm fine. How has your week been? It's been busy, actually. Um, two weeks of a new job, actually. So mm-hmm. it's been really good. And... Um... Yeah, looking forward to the summer, I, I, I must say. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll be a, a lot of changes for you. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we're having a really good uh, yeah, start of the summer here in Sweden. Okay. Uh, because it's lovely and my uh, son has the end of year tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to uh, a lot of singing and uh, celebrating. So school's out for <laughs> summer as of tomorrow. Definitely. Nice. And also joining us, he's a little bit closer to me than Johan is. He's down in Wales, Mr. Matt Pullen. Hi, Matt. Good evening. Good evening. How, yeah, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Similar to Johan. Yeah. It's been the first week of my new job. So, uh, um, yeah. Although mine's just part-time, so the other job is still is still going and ticking along. In yeah. fact, I need to get this part-time thing worked out in my head because uh, last week I I worked four days in uni, and I'm only meant to be there for three days, so I'm definitely not. <laughs> I'm definitely not organising myself very well. That's what you. Ah, that's yeah. for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, no, but good. Good. It's been. Uh, yeah, just nice to sort of have some time to think of just other other opportunities. So yeah. Good. Good. Other pursuits, other ways of doing it. Yeah. That's 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 all good. And he's across the pond. Uh, we'll find out where he is in a second, but good evening, Kurt. Hey, good evening, Martin. Good evening, guys. Good to hear you. Missed you guys for a week. I know. It does feel like it's been a while since our last uh, conversation. Yeah, so many things it's happened been 10 on days, Twitter actually. in the meantime. Yeah, it's been, it's been 10 days, actually, since we recorded. Even oh, though it's only been a week with the episodes, it's been 10 days since we actually spoke to each other. So, Kurt, the question on everyone's lips is, uh, hashtag, where's Kurt? Yeah, go ahead. Do you want me to tell it right away? No. <laughs> I think I, I, I think we're uh, robbing everybody of the of the um, you know listening to Matt and his guessing of where you are. He's using Google, so yes, I've been getting all these uh, like find your friends requests. Oh yeah, and, and I'm like, Matt's what am I going to do with it? <laughs> everybody listening just wants to know where you are. So uh, Matt, do you want to go first? And yeah, are you in America? Thank yes, you. that's across the there pond, not on the pond, on the European side. That's I've done my job. <laughs> he's narrowed it down. He has, he has. I'm glad he's here to do that for us. Johan, do you want to go next? Are you in uh, Pennsylvania? I am not in Pennsylvania. Ooh. Okay, does your state... Uh, Oklahoma. <laughs> no musical <laughs> question. No, no, no musical. Does, it have Does a your state border Florida? Oh, good question. I don't think so. Okay. Just you have to something. work on your Matt? citizenship. It's, uh, I know. No, because <laughs> um, no, it's it's in the middle of the country. So ah. I would say no, because um, I think that Mississippi is on one side. Okay. Um, Oklahoma is close, but that's on the other side. It so, is. no, it does not border Florida. Okay. Oh, so are you in Arkansas, by any chance? 
Yes, but like specifically, I was actually with one of the uh, ADEs called Michael Mills. Oh, um, yeah, okay. And um, he's at UCA, and that's that's in Conway. So that's yep. a little bit outside of Little Rock. Like Say hi half to an him. Hour. That's fine. Say hi. We will. Yeah, will. cool. Nice. Okay, Carl. Really nice. Good. It's, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, you know, next to Missouri and Kansas City and all those types I'm of places. I'm trying to get all 50 states. <laughs> you really are. I, I, I think it would be quite good at the end of this um, end of this run of podcast episodes that we're doing. If we can see, you know, if we can create like a, a, a little map of where Kurt's been over the course of the, over the, course of the episode you. run. Yeah, yeah, this is it. <laughs> Um, so now that we know where you are, Kurt, um, apart yes. from being in our ears, do you want to let everybody know what's happening on this week's episode, please? Yes. Um, we had an Apple EDU chat on the, uh, on the EMEA site, which was all about exploring the great outdoors with iPad, and that was hosted by Manuel Fittner. And then on this site, it was all about DubDub, as it yeah. now is yep. officially recognized. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And... Um, um, our hosts over there were Tim Cook and Craig Federici. Oh, that's um, good. As that we will good. talk. I've heard, and, yeah. I've heard of, uh, yeah, yeah, they've, they've got some stage yeah. presence. Uh, yeah, Federici. Some good. people told me. Here first um, one. <laughs> so uh, um, we'll, we'll highlight one bit of it um, for this week, and then we'll talk about some more um, influences for, and for education on, uh, on next week. But this week, we'll be focusing on uh, iPad OS. Um, which is not the same as iOS, or is it? It is. So we'll talk yeah. about that. Yeah, we'll yeah. find out. And since we're talking about DubDub and developers, I would throw the hashtag out there, which is hashtag everyone can code. And I think, Martin, you just mentioned something about Swift Playgrounds having an update. Yeah, we've got Swift Playgrounds 3. So there's a, there's a few features that are, that are there, um, all with tabs. And you can actually drag and drop blocks of code between tabs and things like that within Swift Playgrounds. So there's a, there's a lot of good features. There's a couple of new um, Playground playbooks that you can use as well uh, that are all to do with the sensors and the camera and all these types of things. So they're all there as well. Great. Lots of things to talk about. It's will be uh, an interesting conversation, I think. Absolutely. And I think when we come back after this, we'll get cracking on with the EMEA side of the chat. Sound good? Awesome. Sounds like a plan. Perfect. Welcome back to the EMEA side of Apple Edu Chat. This week, as Kurt said, we had Exploring the Great Outdoors with iPad, and it was hosted by Manuel Pitter, uh, a German ADE class of 2019, and he is at underscore Manuel uh, on Twitter. I'm going to start with the tweet of the week, and there's actually two tweets of the week uh, this week, guys, but I'm just curious to hear your, um, your thoughts and stuff. So, obviously he was asking about going outside of the classroom um, and all of these types of things, actually not going on field trips, but actually just learning outside, just going and, and, you know, working outside and doing these types of things. And one of the answers came from Rachel Walker at Mrs. Walker Teach. And the discussion was all about environment and the the classroom and how it all looks. And her uh, tweet says, it's important to remember that the environment isn't just the physical space, but also how it quote unquote feels. Is it loud and chaotic or calm and quiet? All of it hugely impacts on learning. And 
I thought that was quite an interesting approach to take about the, the environmental factors, not just what it's like in terms of what your physical space looks like, but also whether someone feels comfortable. Do they feel comfortable when they're coming in? Is it too loud? Can they concentrate? I certainly know I'm not one who concentrates best when it's loud and noisy. I quite like it quiet. So I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Matt? I think, I think as a PE teacher, my environment was always noisy, mm -hmm. regardless of whether I was inside or outside. And I think what you see there is um, children that are perceived as being naughty in a classroom because they work well in noisy surroundings, mm -hmm. excel in the in in the settings where they're allowed to act like that okay so it was quite interesting when we were asked to support the maths team by taking the uh, quote naughty children out of the maths lessons and teach them in a different environment and all of a sudden they engaged because they had freedom to to roam around mm -hmm. they had um, opportunities to be noisy um, but they were focused um, and so actually it's you know are, are you uh, misinterpreting their behaviours in a classroom as, as almost just they just need space sometimes to just express themselves and express their thoughts about the learning they're doing. So, um, so yeah, I think noisy environments are going to work very well for, for many. And the tradition of, you know, classrooms should be quiet. I think those days are gone um, for a lot of people. So That's a fair point. Johan, you're someone who's always been... I, you know, you're 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 a loud personality. <laughs> you know, but it's it's maybe I think, I think a lot of yeah. Hey, I, I'm not saying that's that. a nice way of saying that. Thing. Cheers. Yeah. yeah, but you Very polite. Yeah, you do have a you do have a loud personality, and I know that you are someone who's very keen um, that all pupils have the opportunity to learn no matter what so how big how big a factor is environment to you when it comes to children feeling comfortable and how they actually approach their learning i mean i like chaos in in a way definitely uh, especially mm -hmm. in labs and labs outside as we we're talking about and i think the interesting thing for me is definitely when it gets loud that's when a lot of communication is happening and I'm really happy about that. I mean, there's a trade-off for being too loud, um, of course, but uh, I really enjoy when it gets loud because I know that communication is happening and a lot of groups, if you have in a lab, for example, a lot of groups are really trying to solve um, the problem. I, I mm -hmm. get scared when it gets quiet. When, in a situation. Because then they're not discussing, no, they're not they're chatting. Not they're, not... they're not discussing. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I love to hear. I mean, you need to control it in, in some way for some people, of course, because yeah. they're different students. Uh, but generally, I love uh, having noise or you shouldn't say noise. You should say um, wonderful communication. Yeah, I suppose the nature of a the nature of a school is that there is going to be noise. You know, children enjoying what they're doing. Definitely. You know, there was absolutely you know laughter and you know they, 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 there's a buzz. nothing to see the school. Yeah, yeah a buzz, a buzz. absolutely, Kurt. And as someone who has explored playgrounds, you know, one of the things that you do at SD is is all about learning by playing and learning by doing. Mm -hmm. How much do you think that type of approach, that kind of environmental where 
it's not sitting down just with a textbook. It's actually sitting down and doing something. It's active learning. It's active play. How much do you that? Um, and I'm thinking just with maybe younger pupils just saying, how much do you think that really influences their development and their enjoyment for learning? Enormously. Um, and and talking about designing that playground, I challenge myself always um, in a way that I mean, we talk about how does it feel like in that uh, in that mm-hmm. quote. Um, if we talk about that, we need to think about all senses. Um, the thing I, I was looking at just recently is how smell influences memories, because apparently that's the one that's the closest to the memory in, in the brain. So it can either trigger a, a good or a bad memory. I can, nev- so, sorry to, uh, yeah, I can give you actually a really interesting uh, stupid. Is this um, going to be about ice cream? No, it's not. <laughs> it's the smell of vanilla. I, I mean, yeah, the, smell the smell of vanilla, of vanilla is actually better for <laughs> men than for women. Anyways, no, uh, what I was going to say, so smell is really interesting what you're saying. Uh, just to give you just the scope of it all, it's just one um, one strand of neuron from the nose to the brain which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's very mm-hmm. short. Yeah. And the package they are sending. So nowadays we got 64 bits computers. You all know that? Yeah. We mm-hmm. agree. You know the package size of uh, smell to the brain? One bit. 100 million 100 bits. So I'm a little off. So <laughs> 64 bit right. computers we got right now. So that's a package. Every package is 64 bits. A package from the nose to the brain is 100 million. So you understand how much information that is. Yeah. It's quite interesting. And that's the thing. Um, I, I got onto this um, thinking about all the senses and, and how learning feels is there needs to be something tactile. So yes, Martin, about... Um, having them come to a station, do things on their own, picking things up, working with um, paper and pen and, and other DIY materials, then using the technology to capture a video in green screen, but also thinking about um, what do they hear and, and not thinking about noise, um, but the melody and the rhythm and how can we use that. That yeah. smell thing got to me... Um, a few years ago, uh, during a World Cup uh, football, the, the, the European football, not the American one, um, where around that time, the, the high-tech stores start selling their um, big screen TVs. And um, what they do is they try to trigger um, people to buy TVs um, and create this experience that's the closest to the pitch. So they put these dispensers or air fresheners um, in that section of the, of the store that give you the smell of freshly uh, cut grass. So Uh. (laughs) that influences you to think that, oh, this is a great TV. So I think from a learning point of view, I know that they try to trick you into buying things, but if I can trigger, like, what's the smell of learning? What does learning smell like that will make me want to learn something? You know, when you walk into a store, something like if, uh, if you do the, the Aber, uh, what's that, AB Crouch and something like that. Yeah. Um, that store. Yeah. It's very distinctive and they went over the top with it. And, and for me, that's like a, I try to avoid it. But the smell of fresh coffee that brings up all kinds of memories. So I think if you yeah. could do that with a learning experience, 
but, and but talk about Star- what learning feels like. Yeah, Starbucks did it as well. Yeah, you yeah know, they, they, they put yeah. millions into get their shops smelling like good coffee because yeah. shops normally have, you know, like spills and all that. And, and they take they away the, the smell bleach, of food in it. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's, it's neutralizing things too. So although they provide uh, sandwiches and all of that, you will only smell coffee. So talking about classroom environments where a lot of times we close the door to our classroom and then there's somewhere between 20 to 30 students in there who are sweating and, mm-hmm. and producing other smells um, and not <laughs> opening up windows or not even having a window in the classroom. Um, this is the, and this not is getting the thing. enough oxygen. So how can you keep doing that for a whole morning and then do mathematics in it and expect kids to be sharp? The, um, yeah. So I think there's so many things around us that we can think about um, by creating a learning environment that smell is one of them. Um, and and um, that's why I wanted to give it a little bit of attention using all your senses. No, that's a good. That's a good point. It's um, it's actually quite just as a thing. It's quite interesting. Um, the amount of teachers who were at my school who used to have the heating turned up like quite high because they were cold, and you would come in and the kids would be quite yeah. dozy. They would be quite sleepy because you know the the room had the room had warmed up. They were getting quite comfortable, and it was like you know there were some teachers going, like, "They're not listening. They're not very engaged." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, no. Open a window." Let some fresh air in. Allow them to, to actually but, but wake how, up. But how much is that relevant get... to lots of things in education where, where who, who is the oh, environment yeah. created for? Even if it's your assessment environment, you know, who, who is that created for? And, and majority of times, unfortunately, it's created for the teacher's well-being and workload and not really for yeah. the function of learning. Yeah. Um, you know, we do it this way because it's easier for me as opposed to it being the best thing for the learners. So. Yeah. I think if absolutely, you, absolutely. That's and if you look really at it, us. where do yeah. um, um, university yeah. students or, or high school students, college students learn? Is you'll find them a lot with their uh, laptop or, or um, iPad in a coffee shop. Uh, yeah, with a pair of headsets yeah, on. Shop, so, yeah. um, music is one of the things that yeah. will help them learn a lot. I remember, um, and Matt talked about this, I think, in the last episode. He knows exactly what page that kind of information is on and he can see it in front of him and i had the same thing when i was studying i would have music on and so to try to remember the page and what was on it i would in my head start singing the song and then i knew oh by that time the pages would come through me and and that was my learning style some people have other ways but, but the dip, the difference between you and matt is that you had real songs and he he just has jingles (laughs) <laughs> don't knock the jingles well, <laughs> hey well I think we'll get to the we'll get to the jingles in a second guys those are some absolutely brilliant thoughts that we've had on there um, as always we'll have a um, we'll have a, a link to the uh, the Wakelet recap in the show notes um, I think that a conversation around environment is something that we're definitely going to come back to. How things smell, what does a classroom look like, what is the need to be inside, what does the need to be outside. 
um, music, all of these types of things. I mean, there's there's the, the same sort of thing came up two, two weeks in a row. So clearly this is something that is going to be ever evolving. Guys, thanks very much for your time on that. When we come back after this, Kurt's Dumped going up. to be taking us through my <laughs> highlight of this I might week. hand it over to Dumped you. Up. Yeah, I'm like, I, I love your excitement and voice. Well, I'll let you. I, I, I might just say, and here's Martin for the yeah. next 15 minutes. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we'll keep yeah I don't think we'll keep listeners uh, just maybe you can do a Shakespearean version of yeah. Dup Dup yeah just text just text me when he's done <laughs> so I can come back <laughs> for the wrap up <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back lots to talk about because as we already mentioned Dup Dup happened here in the US and um Lots of new things were announced. One of them being, we don't lo- well, no longer will we talk about iOS on iPad, but iPad OS. And that comes with lots of new possibilities for education. And I think we've got an expert who really loves to talk about it. I, I think he spent the whole weekend in his pajamas um, watching dub dub sessions. Max, yeah, it's it's exciting. Um, Martin, <laughs> you, before I go off on one about this, mind, did you want to say anything about? Uh, it's very no, really okay. no, no, it's, it's, it's almost it's, like yeah. having Martin like live at Dup Dup. I think he's like I can feel the enthusiasm coming from it, and and I mean it in the politest way. Um, just give us a, a few highlights. What are you looking forward to? Things you've noticed where you're like, I downloaded that beta immediately and I cannot stop playing with those features. Believe it or not, I'm not actually on the beta yet. I, um, it's, yeah, it's the end of this section. Oh, back to Matt then. <laughs> not on that device, on all no, the well, other devices. I'm about, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about putting the, well, I'm, I'm, definitely putting the beta on i got myself uh the only way you can put the beta on just now is to flash it using a mac and they've made it quite difficult to put the betas on this year and the public beta is not going to be till around the end end of july yeah Yeah, and up until then we don't know what beta 2 or beta 3 will be like it's usually around beta 4 and that the uh, public beta starts, mm-hmm. um, but right now it's all flashed using a Mac. So, so as you guys so know, don't do I don't. I don't. For this, there yeah, will be, as you uh, guys know, I don't have a Mac. It's a point to this, though, uh, because there I is, think there is, trying it's, not there... to, because they just told all people not to put this on their devices at yeah. the moment. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there things was a little will no... stop working and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's but... important as well. Please. Absolutely no, I, absolutely. There's there's a lot of people who are beginning to catch on that if you spend you know a hundred dollars um, a year, you can get access to the betas. Not realizing that a developer account and a developer beta is you know it's not it's not something that you put in your device just because you want to have it first. You know the betas the betas are are bug ridden. They're they're very and beta one is very bug ridden just now. Yeah. Um, but the thing to remember is you know they they told us about it last week. But beta one has probably been in development for the past, you know, eight, ten months. 
and it's probably been ready to go for about the past six weeks. Mm. So when we're getting it, it's new, but they haven't worked on it for six weeks, so they don't really have any feedback to know what to change and what to fix. So it's I'm, I'm kind of glad they've done it this year um, this way because so many people were downloading the beta and then they were complaining that their their iPhone wasn't working the way it was expected mm. to or you know no. You know, I, I, I could swear here, but say, yeah, of course it's not going to work. You've installed software that isn't for public release. Um, in terms of what what was spoken about, there was a lot. It wasn't the longest keynote. The, the It's about the same length of time as last year's. It was around two hours, 15, two hours, 16. Um, but in terms of what they covered, they covered a lot. So as you said, Kurt, we've moved from a single iOS to iOS has been broken up. iOS had already been broken up at the point of really technical with watchOS, but the iPad and the iPhone are now completely separate in terms of the names of the operating systems they use. Mm-hmm. Um, and iPadOS is is really quite exciting. It's got a lot of... Um, so the, the main sort of things to look at with it are right now you can have multiple instances of an app open at one. I could be working with pages and Keynote in multitasking, and I could also have notes and pages in multitasking, notes and numbers. Uh, you can have all of these apps working together as their own separate window. So when you call up multitasking and you see all of your open windows, you're going to see multiple instances of an app. You can have an app sitting side by side, the same way that you kind of have Safari just now. Yeah. Um, there's a new home screen which allows you to pin your widgets. So you swipe across, and you can have um, you can have your your apps kind of squished together, and then you have your your widgets sitting across. So widgets um, meaning like probably like your shortcuts. Yeah, there's there's things like that. But I think if everybody, if, if you're listening to this and you're sitting at your desk, if you've got an iPad open in front of you and you're on your first home screen, swipe to the side and you've got a list of widgets, you know, like your battery widget, your shortcut yeah, your widget, calendar. Your calendar widget, yeah. yeah, calendar, weather. All of those are sitting there and a lot of people forget that they're there. But now when you swipe across, it won't go to a separate page. It will just bring them in and it will pin it to the site. So that's going to be huge um, in terms of it's it's the biggest change to how the iPad is actually used as a device. The the and I, I realise I'm talking quite a lot, so I'll stop in a second. The other sort of two big things that I want to talk about in terms of how it affects schools is there's new markup tools. So right now you can take a screenshot and it will only screenshot what you can see. However, if you're on a full page and you take a screenshot, say a web page, for example, it will screenshot that entire page and you'll be able to mark it up. So I'm going to jump in there, Mark, because I think for me in in my role in uni, I think that was the one that if I was to try to sell anything to to a student or a lecturer as to why they should should be thinking about iPadOS over whatever they currently use, from, from a research point of view, um, you know, the, the amount of students that go online and, and then they've got a notepad with them and then they've got, you know, a, a laptop open or something and making notes on things. And we spoke about this before in terms of, you know, smell and how that helps. And a lot of the things I'm doing at the moment are the is the ability to draw pictures and, and link that to your reading and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think being able to mark up on documents and it having a flow to it as opposed to it being a screenshot and then marking up on it. I think is going to be really, really powerful where people can start to link all those different things together. And it goes across uh, third-party apps too, yeah? Yeah, 
Yeah. It does, yeah. 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 So it's, it's a, not it's a just, system feature. Yeah, yeah. And what I saw um, is that you can just, and it's a silly detail, um, but I like it, that the bar with the tools will not just be below anymore, but you can swipe it to the left or the right. Yeah. You can. And it yeah. actually looks like the tools. Yeah. So I think they did a nice job in, in there too um, for that markup feature. Yeah. Anything else, Matt, that stood out for you specifically? Um, I think I think it was just the Apple Pencil integration being a lot more sort of you know it was I, I guess it was always going to happen that you know Apple Pencil is, has become um, more widely usable on the devices and I think having um, correct me if I'm wrong Martin isn't there a, a quick shortcut now to to Apple Pencil on everything I think that's to do with the markup options. If yeah, there's a there's going to be a thing called Pencil Kit, um, yeah. which will allow developers to integrate pencil the pencil in an easier way than they have done before so yeah. it won't just be specific apps that will take there there will be a, a possibility for all apps to make use of the pencil so yeah so i think i think that for me is 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 going to be a big one markup markup is such a, a um kind of underappreciated tool for schools i think anyway for, you know, i've been using it quite a lot recently working with some primary schools in in various different ways, outdoor learning and, and um, you know, demonstrating knowledge of science. So I just think it's such a, a great tool. Anything which is focused on that to, to raise attention to the public is going to be really good. So, yeah. Johan, what, what stood out to you? Um, anything that you're, like, specifically happy about? The, the AR, um, like, updates or, or maybe coming from what I know you were working with single sign-on and all of that, so maybe the sign-in with Apple that makes it a little easier? Yeah, I actually tried it. So I'm going to tell Martin now that I have uh, both beta on my iPad and on my Mac. And it works uh, quite good. Um, and I like I just tried it with uh, signing with Apple on Apple ID site. And it worked really well. Really, really well. I like that. And of course, a AR kit. I like that with um, yeah, Minecraft. Uh, in the Minecraft, beautiful, yeah. yeah, I love that. But the thing, I'm I'm gonna be a bit boring actually. <laughs> what I really like, and maybe I'm I'm just stupid here, but I like. Why would you announce that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because everyone thinks I'm so clever, so I'm I'm just gonna say no, it straight no. out. What, what, no, we you, don't. what are you doing? Maybe we should switch to a stereo <laughs> channel and the people on the left side could listen to jingles from Matt while Johan on the right side goes and continues about this. I'm going to say something really serious and important okay. right now. Okay, we're okay. ready. Okay, you ready? Go. Drum roll. I, re I really liked that the iPad is now perceived as a Mac. That's what I saw. Jakob um, yeah. Espen Hansman, he said... I think I just have to ditch my Mac now. And, and Martin's been on that uh, plan yeah. for a while. Um, and I remember yeah. him discussing it with me in his podcast. Um, so I'll continue on that because I'd love to hear your opinion, Johan. Yeah, so the thing is like um, the web, on the web right now, uh, the iPad is actually a Mac uh, or perceived as a Mac. Mm -hmm. And it really yeah. helps out when you're trying to do things that are useful. So let's say from another company like Google, if you use G Suite for education, um, you can just log in through your web browser and you will 
actually be able to use all the add-ons and all that thing that maybe didn't i don't know if it worked still in the app but it's that will strengthen i think um the education side of it because in my opinion the best chromebook is an ipad with g suit <laughs> uh, so would you still you install the, the apps or would you now say don't install those apps anymore and just i don't know yet the, i don't know yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying i'm 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 looking forward and i'm i'm beginning to just explore this right now so i haven't done it for very many days so i can't really do it but they showed that you now can run google for real or g suit for real within for example safari and then I, I think that's a real strength. Would that be uh, a good combination? Because I know people, I mean, comparing Apple and Google and, and Apple having privacy so high now where you can say, oh, I will sign in with the, uh, with the sign in at Apple and uh, not have a, a G Suite address anymore. Would that be an option, do you think? Um, I think, I think uh, lots of schools, though, have already started down the Google. Yeah. And I think it's Martin. I don't know if it's the same with you up in Scotland, but I know in Wales, Google is part of the the government offering to schools alongside Office three six five as well. But, but that's yeah, it's here as well. But yeah. the thing that we put it now is which work. But the municipality that I just left, um, what we do is that we got uh, authentication within the music municipality. You can do now with Google, which is really good. And then you just get a ticket and send the people up to Google. So within Google, you can just have an email address. You don't have to be, have any passwords, nothing. So that's really neat right yeah. now. And if you can combine that together with an iPad where you have all the creation or yeah. the productive um, parts as well, you know, the creativity... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that could be something. And now if you run it within the browser and all those add-ons will work, I mean, it's it's a good future. Yeah. That's hey, what guys, I think. Um, oh. We can go on and on and on, and we will go on about um, WWDC um, in next week because there's so much to cover, and, and we only like the tip of the iceberg for, uh, for iPadOS. Yeah. I just want to throw out one feature before... We listened to uh, what Matt came up in his jingles this weekend. Don't you just love the fact that you can rotate videos now in photos? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's, yeah, that's, that's one. That's really good. Yeah, I think one. I look, I, I'm really happy because I look better in that format. <laughs> <laughs> also, just just one thing to point out with sign, on, uh, sign in with Apple is that it doesn't work with managed Apple IDs. Um, managed Apple IDs can take advantage of signing with Apple, um, but that's something we can go into to, to more detail with. But just if you're thinking signing with Apple and managed Apple IDs, they don't take advantage of it. It's it's um, all right. Shifted. With that being said, I think we dubbed up over to here if dubbed up is in the jingle for questions with Matt. I'm it so excited. I'm going to ruin it now. It isn't because I didn't think of that. <laughs> no. But you still have okay. a call before we call back in to could make we, it happen. Could, could we please have some ingenuity next time? <laughs> right. We'll be back just after this.
nice. nice. Getting a little uh, more aggressive. Some drums in there. Drums. We 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 did have we did have a bit of guitar in it as well earlier, but we took the guitar out. So we with a clash of uh, clash of sounds going on. But uh, you'll need to get a bit of dub 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 next week. And <laughs> yeah, a little dub step. Okay, so it is. Yeah. It oh, is, that's a good step, though. It, it is a good step. It's that time of the week, guys. It is questions with Matt, and as ever, we have got our avid listeners dropping us some questions. So over to you, Dan. Hey, guys. Dan Koch here. Um, I was trying to think of the perfect question to ask you that was semi-serious, but I guess this makes sense. Uh, I was wondering, in an educational setting, what's one app that you cannot live without? Like, if you had to, this was the only app you could ever ever use again in the, in a classroom or in a school. Okay, well, we've already had a bit of a sneak preview of this, and we think we know what Martin's answer is going to be to this. <laughs> but I'm going to check it out anyway. What is the one app you cannot live without, Kurt? Oh, it's always a tricky one because um, it depends from week to week. I think the obvious one um, with the work I do would be Keynote because um, it's it's so versatile and then I use it for for a lot of things. Um, but there's all that's the occasional app you bump upon. Um, looking at AR now, I, I really want to see Lego AR Studio yeah. and see what we can do with that. Yeah, yeah, I love my Lego, so I can't wait to can't wait mm-hmm. to see that they'll, they'll merge the two worlds and that sort of play world. And, yeah, yeah, the augmented reality would be awesome. Johan, what's what's your life yeah. right now? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going to be uh, like Kurt from a professional point of view. Uh, it would be um, keynote because I think at this moment it r- replaces a lot of you know like uh, uh, what do you say graphic apps yeah. uh, at the same mm-hmm. time as mm-hmm. presentation so many other things but from a personal point of view i think garage band is my favorite because i love making music and on especially on the ipad that's it otherwise it's logic definitely uh if you're talking about mac mac um because um it's um it's so spiritual and soothing to just make music. Um, yeah, so that's it from a personal point of view. Okay, um, Martin, is there any point of asking you this question? Yeah, because I'm not <laughs> going to be your but I'm, I'm be, definitely not. I mean, be it's... sincere. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's... Yes, I mean, everybody's going to go shortcuts thing, but... Um, is that an app? No, because it's not an app anymore. Um, it's not oh, an app in iOS it. 13. You're so lucky. It's switched. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm actually gonna. I'm. I'm gonna be quite um, all encompassing, and I'm actually gonna say files. Um, it's got to a stage now that having a decent, having a decent files app, having a decent document picker, is essential, especially with living a, an iPad-only lifestyle, mm-hmm. where I have documents saved in the cloud. I have some things in Box, some Dropbox, some things in Google OneDrive. Having those all in a central location that I can access anywhere 
on you know anywhere I, I am, anywhere I'm going, download for offline use. And you know, to go back to the dub dub dub. Oh, uh, you must have loved that <laughs> with the extra external memory, man. Extra the the fact that you can now plug in a USB pen drive, you can zip files, you can unzip files. You can, there, there's actually a lot more that you can do in files. Files is going to become just a massive, massive tool within school, outside of school, personal use. You know, there's folder and we've now got folder sharing inside files with iOS yep. and iOS and, and what's quite interesting with so, that one, Matt, is there's, there's a lot of people that aren't even using files now, you know, and, and the yeah. things that files will help you with at this point, let alone the new features in files as well. So... Yeah, you can actually so. start using it right now. That's the, that's the point you where yeah. you should start, actually. Yeah. What about... Get it organized before before iPadOS and iOS 13 actually come out. If it's then organized, it, it then becomes easier to use the new features. Yeah. Matt? So for me, um, I think similar to you, Johan, I'll, I'll start with a professional one. So professionally, I think it's an app which has kind of elevated my work to um almost expert i'd almost go godlike levels and that would be garage band um yeah with the taken, jingles it's, they it's are taken so lovely jingles to what is now uh it, it's a borderline new Slightly venture more i think i might <laughs> i might be announcing a new job in the future that i am full-time jingle maker um yeah. so that's it on a professional level on, on I, I feel you on a more local radio is going to be snapping you up <laughs> on a more personal level Wales. I, think, I think it would be find my friend um, oh. where I can trap Kurt and just for this podcast this podcast find my friend <laughs> just so I can play along every week with where's Kurt the problem is he doesn't really accept your invitation so you can't I keep declining and then some other <laughs> account keeps asking there's so many like, accounts they're all going to my Matt three six five two Matt one eight five Matt I think he's sending me six, like, three, like four, five. TPS TPS <laughs> coordinates <laughs> yeah Guys, good. I've um, still just got it. I think that's the thing. I think, uh, and I think, if I asked you the same question and said, you know, on a, you know, on a, on a holiday, what's your favourite app? I think we're, we're all, we'd always say that there's something else, but I think you're right. Keynote for me again, and Martin, I know it's the same for you. Keynote has become such yeah. a, yeah, such a key app that does so many things. Um, I spent the day to day doing some training in school and in five different classes. Use Keynote in five completely different ways. And then that's the beauty of the app when it can do so much. Um, and in a classroom, you know, children then have that choice. So I think that's that's really good. So Dan, I hope that answers your question. And you it know does what? Why need you tweet a teacher, us right? Your go-to app as well. So. What was that, Kurt? I said it does need a teacher like you who points out that you can use that app in so many different ways. Because otherwise, yeah. people will still look at it and say, "Oh." It's a presentation, it's a presentation program. Yeah. It's Apple's PowerPoint. Yeah. Yes. The amount of people that go, it's Apple's PowerPoint. Yes. Like, no, I call it a, I call it like a digital sketch. I'm not even sure. And, and I'll ask you guys, when was the last time you actually made a keynote presentation? Like, that's what you opened keynote to do. What, when I got ordered to do it or got money to do it. I, I haven't. <laughs> More or less. I haven't used keynote for just a, I mean, I haven't no. talked in, in uni for a few few months because the students have finished but um i think every time so happy keynote with that has been 
is bid for something else, like a you know digital workbook or a, a, a interactive worksheet or something. So for, for me, it's yeah. like um, you know um, working with uh, pictures. I work a lot in in keynote for taking about you know alpha, yeah, yeah. the background, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. writing or, or or just sketching over something, and that is just amazing. I think the thing it is, it's it's my go to app for photo editing, which is really bizarre. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I I would just mess around. I know Martin usually sees some of my creations because we'll put it into some chats that we have with a couple of other ads over in the UK. And, you know, it's the place where I'll go to if I want to just quickly mock up some random yeah. picture. Um, or you hmm. you want to make uh, like a, um, a presentation of of something. You just put it there and everything is layered and yeah. everything. And then you just put it out as a picture. Yeah. And then suddenly you have like a, a advertising thing, yeah. which is really cool as well. Well, there we go. There's uh, questions with Matt, and it's just turned into a, a keynote love fest. So, um, guys, thank you very much. If you have any questions for questions with Matt, please do use the hashtag let us know, or Martin will tell you a little bit later how you can drop a message to us um, using Anchor. Um, and we'd love some questions about your thoughts, I guess, okay, on guys. the Dub Dub updates. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Right, uh, when we come back, I think uh, we're going to wrap this show up. Um, it's been a pretty packed show, so... Are you wrap wrapping? Up just after. No, no. No, no, he's dubbed up. Dubbed up. Okay. Dubbed up. See you in a minute. Welcome back. It's time to, unfortunately, bring this show to a close. Guys, it's been quite a, a busy busy episode in terms of just sort of looking at some of the, the things that are happening, some of the looking forward to the future, looking forward to some of the new developments. It's been a bit of fun. Definitely. Had a blast. Like, And there's more fun to come. Like These conversations won't stop after this podcast. Absolutely. I think one of the things we're definitely going to try and do over the next, we, we were chatting just before we went live. Um, and I think one of the things that we're really wanting to do is bring you guys a little bit of a preview of some of the things that are happening, but also talk about some of the, um, also talk about some of the things that are coming up in, in the future in terms of events and in terms of, uh, in terms of all of these sort of different conferences and conversations that are happening. Isn't that right, Kurt? Yes. Um, talking about what's going to happen well the EMEA chat is going to go on for another um two weeks i believe um so we'll definitely do those um but there's so much to talk about still on uh, wwdc um with tim cook and Frederici. um but for the EMEA chat which is close to our heart too that's going to be about virtual tours with ipad and that's hosted by mrs underscore educate which is laura george and that's on Tuesday, June 11th at 8 p.m. BST. Nice. nice. Do we do we mention now at this point that there's going to be an hour-long special jingle episode, or? We... Yeah, I mean, I'm so I'm so excited about the dub dub <laughs> jingles. I think the I think the question, Matt, is: Do we really want to spoil that for people, or oh. do we? This is the thing. Watch no, this we definitely don't. There this might be it. a jingle special. Yeah, we'll have Absolutely. the the jingle summer party. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, this is the thing. We've got Matt's Christmas album to come up. Oh, it's, it's summer. Yeah. It's, it's summer jingle land, woman. You know, it's chilled with Matt. It, it's you know, it's... booked all over Britain. <laughs> this is it. All over um, my house. Blackpool. <laughs> Johan, if people are, if you've got a few things that you want to say and people are wanting to connect with us, do you want to bring that just out and let everyone hear your subtle tones? Uh, not really, but I can no. do it. If not, of course I, I would like to. Um, you can find you. You want to know where you can find me on Twitter or what? Well, what, what, that what feels very cryptic. If really. people are wanting to, well, this this is the thing. You I can email me. No, yeah. If people want to leave us a rating back. or maybe talk to us, about, I don't have a rating anymore. You didn't, sadly. <laughs> I used to be good, but now it's all downwards. <laughs> Anyways, I'm at Anderson underscore EU, and uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. Matt, how can people find you? Uh, so I am at Matt6453 on Twitter. Or for Kurt, Kurt it can be anything, uh, all the numbers when you're trying to connect with him on. <laughs> yeah. In random order. I took them all. In random order. <laughs> Preferably in random Kurt, order. Kurt, how can people find you? And the, uh, that's at Mr. Kurt, and that's underscore. Oh, sorry, that's M W E S P R T. This is what makes this show awesome. Johan, if people have loved this show so much, what can they do to tell us? Yeah, <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> I wasn't really ready for that. No, I didn't. He was waiting for Martin. Uh, and it's, I like, thought can you, you were there. I thought you were. Do you want to re record? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you asking? <laughs> I thought you were doing your presentation first, Martin, because we, want... we, we need to know where to find you definitely right now with DubDub. Of course, with WWDC, if you want to ask me any questions about anything you've seen or anything you've heard, you can uh, reach out to me on Twitter at mcoots81, that's C-O-U-T-T-S. And now I'm ready. Okay, should I go? Okay. Yes. This is going to be the worst wrap up ever. Okay. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Really, thank you. If you stuck Thank with you. If, if you don't if if you if you're still listening right now, thank you all of you. If you like the show, please rate and review us. Listeners comments and ratings keep us high in the ranking so that new listeners can find us be sure to find us at last recap on twitter for more news and podcasts was it good that was perfect that oh, was uh, just Sorry about absolutely that. spot oh, you, no. nailed it. <laughs> you nailed, nailed it. it you absolutely <laughs> nailed it guys it has been a pleasure chatting with you it's always been fun to kind of end it the way we did there we will speak to everyone next week. Um, yep. Thank you very much. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you all soon. Take care. Right, thank you. you.